0: Are you such a Jew?
1: All right, everyone. Uh, I thought I was going to be doing the show alone today, but it turns out k turned up anyway. And we can definitely hear his HC um, in the background, too, and him having his phone notifications go off and him eating food. So that's a great way to start these shows off, right? Definitely not eating food. Are you getting just anally penetrated right now?
0: No, here, I'm about to show my nipples on stream.
1: Oh, my Lord. Also, uh, on Twitch, it says this is the Nightwing Podcast season something episode. No, no, no. This is actually the final episode of season uh, 11. So, yes, about to have a great show today. A lot of topics, too. Uh, we're not going to go too, too long. Uh, we're supposed to be doing this in the morning with KDOT. We don't,
0: he- don't got any topics, guys. Yeah, it's this it's is that, so
1: this guy is always like, man, we got to start early, man. We got to get it done early. I was like, hey, I never something? said and that shit. like, oh, I got to go to work because I'm black. It's like, bro, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Oh, my Lord. All right, everyone. Let's hope for a banger show. But, that, but then again, uh, you guys have realized this. I am gonna make sure you're gonna have a great time listening to this on the replay. Let's go! What is going on, everybody? This is the Nightwing Podcast, Season 11, Episode 23. And you guys know what it means to be on Episode 23 of the season. That means the season finale is upon us, everybody. This is the end of Season 11. We had uh, multiple delays uh, due to uh, YouTube, actually. And, yeah, the season is officially over after this episode. Uh, Another great milestone. We have hit being here at the end of this season we will be starting uh season 12 tonight because the actual big main show is on tuesday around 8 p.m pst uh i was hoping that we would be able to review transformers rise of the beast but i tried to go buy tickets from my local movie theater and the show times went away for some reason so hopefully the uh times get updated by the time we finish this show that way i can obviously go and you know purchase the tickets and definitely go and see the movie so it looks like there might be a showing at what 350 i'll probably go to the showing at like 350 honestly so like the three o'clock sh- 350 showing that would mean that if i catch the bus at three be down there early i'll probably just know just walking down there it's not that big a deal so yeah i'll be able to watch transformers rise of the beast today so yeah we will have that open spoiler discussion for transformers rise of the beast don't worry about that everybody all right uh but yeah man how you been doing dude You've been last. Well, What's last time we talked? It's not today. Oh my god, I was
0: in your chat last night.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, you saw The Flash. Okay, so I don't care if people have biases, you know that man. You don't, it's, know.
0: it's, it's a nine out of ten movie.
1: Okay, so
0: how is it bias. <laughs> so you can't believe The Flash is gonna be a good movie.
1: I want it to be a good movie, it is a good movie. I want it to be a good movie, but as it it is a word, a good movie. does he get bent over by Michael Keaton, and does he get, like, repeatedly just destroyed in the movie, too? Oh, my gosh. Oh, you Lord. Wish.
0: You wish. No.
1: But the, the biggest thing that I've seen people criticize has just been the CGI. The CGI does look pretty bad. Like, I, I, at least... Uh, the- I'll, the- I'll be
0: honest with you, on my second watch, it's only in, like... Three scenes, but honestly, looking well, okay. First scene is kind of unacceptable. You'll you'll see an opening scene. I'm not gonna tell you, but it's an opening scene. You're gonna see it. It's not, it doesn't have to do with Barry Allen running. Uh Ben Affleck's like chin does look weird in some parts, but I can care less because the rest of the scene looked dope what Batman was doing. Um the suit honestly fine. I don't know why people keep complaining about it. people swear that Zack Snyder's suit is better than the God, people are fucking stupid. I'm I'm sorry. They like that ugly suit with those ugly wires all over. Like it, it does look like you you can look at it and tell, okay, that's flash, mm. you know, but that's an ugly fucking flash suit. Like this one here, the colors pop. It's you know, looks like a skin tight flash suit. It's not all that bulky extra armor and stuff. There's no black um stuff all over it. In the mood, like that suit looks amazing. Uh, but when you see the Speed Force scenes, those is when the CGI faces look weird. Like I said, I am not sure how intentional that was because there's parts in it that are yeah. like, there's parts that is cameo stuff. Yeah. And there's parts that is actually for the plot. It's not like, it's like calling back to stuff because it's a Speed Force, you know, you view time. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how intentional those CGI faces was. I'm not a huge fan of them, but it didn't take me out the movie because the rest of the movie looked fine to me. Like that third act where we were complaining about it being on this desert thing. I mean, it was fine. It didn't look bad. That's where all the, the good-ass flash action came. That shit was, man, they was doing some crazy.
1: Okay, without spoiling the ending, does this movie lead into what I was talking about last week, about the ending setting up? the next universe, or it just kind of ends off with this universe closing. <sighs> Dang. Well, oh, not- before you answer that, mid credit scenes are, the, are the, there are mid credit scenes or no, just when you see them, when it's over, it it's is just- scenes. are they good enough to stay and sit and watch the rest of them? Or you just get up and leave.
0: I mean, they're just fun. Post they're the equivalent of the Spider-Man homecoming post credit scene.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I see what you mean. So
0: you can get up and leave. If you want, you definitely need to stay for the ending like the ending ending. Oh, yeah, you can yeah. pay for the post-credit scene if you want, because it confirms some information about an upcoming movie. Um, but all I can say is this. Well, James Gundry just literally put out that uh, Blue Beetle is the f- officially the first character of the DCU. So yeah. Blue Beetle is staying. I'm not sure if you just seen the article.
1: i seen it, yeah. I, I saw okay,
0: it. So Blue Beetle staying for sure. Mm-hmm. Aquaman 2, I don't know how safe that movie is, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: if he wants to backtrack... The way the movie ends, Blue Beetle and Aquaman 2, if they needed to and they don't do good, can die in the universe that we see. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you this: the universe you see at the end, Gunn is not using that universe.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. he
0: is not using it. Trust me on that. Because mm-hmm. this movie sets up the multiverse, uh, does it pretty well. Um, I just need a little bit more explanation on the speed forces and stuff. Mm-hmm. But other than that, sets up the multiverse. Guns obviously gonna just do another universe, so he's safe, right? He can throw that stuff into another universe. But Blue Beetle Aquaman 2, if they do fail and they want to backtrack, they can toss him and still continue with Superman legacy in the TV shows.
1: Oh, someone I also asked this too. Um, based off of like how Flashpoint is as a as a comic, do you think they adapted the best elements of it well for the movie? Like the it, core it, aspect of it, it. it. okay.
0: It's less, okay. it's less stuff because okay,
1: mm-hmm. look at it like
0: this Flashpoint Paradox. Right? The title, yeah. of the movie, what is it? Mm-hmm. What's the full title of the movie?
1: The animated Maybe. movie, right? Yeah, Flashpoint Paradox.
0: What's the other part? You're missing the
1: oh, for, I forgot. That's been on new 52 has to be something like that. Flashpoint Paradox. I've, I've looked up in a long time. Flashpoint, oh, it's called. Justice League the flashpoint paradox
0: see it's it's yeah. not saying it's not a flash movie but they're yeah. clearly trying to make it out to be a this is a flash movie with yeah. flashpoint elements it does flashpoint better than the TV show obviously you oh know, yeah for they, sure. they did flashpoint but they did it
1: that was terrible that, nah, that was even I, I didn't think it that, was flashpoint. that was terrible you, there's no way you do flashpoint in two episodes and do it as ghetto bootleg as they did there's that's awful that was I mean I didn't't didn't, didn't season three started off bad they took a very Important Flash story and they just shitted it on it. It just like twips all that. Like, I mean, to say it was it was man. it was
0: fine with the little, but this is way better. This is actually oh, like, yeah for sure, yeah. It is less is less stuffed. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. got like all these extra Justice League characters and like you don't got all these characters that don't need to be there in it. Because oh, yeah. just mm-hmm. Flashpoint Paradox was like specifically rebooting for whatever new animated DCAU stuff they mm-hmm. wanted to do, but there's a part of me i like the comic but i think this movie does elements better than the comic because just see Flashman paradox let's be honest you know in some parts thomas wayne batman does kind of outshine barry allen um mm-hmm. skinny ass superman doesn't really do nothing but like for me looking back on the movie the best part of the movie is like that third act when 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 a uh, reverse flash comes to you know jack off barry Oh and, yeah, uh, <laughs> tell
1: him it was, it was very.
0: <laughs> it's not saying it's bad, but this movie was very much more flash. Just the Flashpoint Paradox is a Justice League movie. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I got it over. What um, about
1: like the pacing? You feel like the? Did you feel the runtime? Because it's a two-hour movie, right? Two-hour and twenty-minute movie. Uh, not
0: really. Because uh, you, at like as soon as the movie starts, it, it starts in the flash.
1: Okay. Oh my goodness, puns oh my god yeah, like literally
0: the, the movie like gets it right into it it, it doesn't waste any okay time.
1: like so i saw that clip you're talking but about it, james it, it, with the, like, it blue does Beatles like hmm? i know i saw the clip you're talking about of james gunn saying that this is how, how he said it he said blue beetle is the first official character of the dcu not really counting the movie itself you know yeah. so i feel like he's playing it like, that Transformers Bumblebee route, where if it's successful, they, they might count it as, like, the first movie of the universe. But if it's not, he could just go, like, eh, I'll just count Superman Legacy as the first movie. Because he, he he specifically said first character, not movie. He didn't, even, right. he didn't talk about Aqu- Aquaman, did he, actually? Uh, no. Yeah, he's basically just leaving out Aquaman to dry. Fucking, ah. the fun's here. I can't do it. Uh crazy oh lord uh because i know people talked about that clip let me bring it up really quickly uh blue beetle really quickly blue beetle oh i found it 19 seconds oh lord people need to bring out more context than 19 seconds holy crap 19 seconds can only do so much all right for everyone who's seeing this uh here is the audio clip that people saw Uh, James Gunn talking about Blue Beetle. Make make sure the audio is good and everything.
2: All right, here we go. Um, The MCU and now the DCU in film, which really doesn't start. I mean, the first DCU character for sure is Blue Beetle.
0: Oh my gosh, Gunn is preaching.
1: (laughs) Superman. Um, Oh, I see what he means. Basically, he's basically saying Blue Beetle counts for DCU, but the events of that movie don't really matter.
0: Well, yeah. If that movie
1: fails, he could go like, "I can count this." But if it doesn't fail, it's like, "I can keep it." Well, I mean, he's
0: still pretty much counting it, but like, just yeah, he. I think he just keep it straight up and say, "This Superman Legacy is the first movie under us. That's our the new like,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, that's officially our first project that we're starting, and everything here." You know, Blue Beetle is still going to connect over. Technically, I deem if by going off of the same Blue Beetle is the first movie, which is fine by Mm me. I don't think you should waste this actor because this is like like you wasting this guy as Jaime Reyes. We haven't seen the movie yet, but from just visually, he visually looks perfect for Jaime Reyes down to the face, the skin color, the freaking mustache, the suit Mm -hmm. like he is perfect to be casted. And it's like, you don't want to waste him. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Like, I'll, like, I feel for like me... the casting is fine. I just, you know, I just didn't like that Batman is fascist line from the blue beetle. trailer. Oh, not. I like the trailer. I thought it was, it's pretty solid overall. You know, yeah, but I, but it... I'll, I'll watch blue beetle in theaters. I just, like, I hate lines like that because they turn off people from watching movies so hard. It's like, why does it have to be in the movie? Why does it have to be a line? Like what does, what purpose does that? Batman is a fascist line proof or anything dude why is that there i don't even know why that exists in a movie it's like who wants to go to a superhero movie here batman's a fascist like who the fuck wants to hear that shit you know like that, that that's just how i see it. it it's like going to a superhero movie i mean and- it's
0: it, the batman is a fascist line it's fine
1: lord oh lord black people because black you men-
0: have to you have to look at it like this the regular people of the world is gonna have different opinions about batman there's some people that think batman shouldn't be a freaking did that thing, Batman? He's too, but he's too above the law. He's insane. Remember in in the Dark Nolan trilogy when Harvey yeah. Dent was talking about Batman, he was like, "Uh, he, he's he he was like saying he's insane and whatever." No, no, Bruce was saying like, yeah, "This guy, he's a crazy lunatic. Why is he dressed up as a bat? What a freaking dummy!" <laughs> Batman is fascist line is fine. It's not nothing to get, uh, right. Should be tripping. I just think there are some people, there are some people like the regular public of these wars are going to think that. Like, um, they're going to think, oh, Batman's a fascist, Batman's a Republican, Batman is a liberal, or Batman sides with cops. So he's, I mean, there's people that really think that. I mean, look, yeah, if, if if I was in a certain neighborhood and I live in a neighborhood where cops come harass me and I see Batman working with them all the time, I'm like, man, Batman's a pig too. But I'm not ba- I'm not in Batman's life. And we know Batman still does not trust the law like many of us do. But he mm-hmm. only trusts Jim Gordon mm-hmm. to, because he keeps him in check to an extent. But he still yeah. will bust uh, police officers. He'll bust. You know, that's just how the world is going to react. That's how you got to show the world. It, you know, the same thing with She-Hulk, that, that trash show. How some people the people that was uh the, the villains I was basically <laughs> gamers was making up lies about her on the internet they were saying like you know it, uh,
1: that show was just trash. I understand understand what they're trying to do, but that show sucked. And yeah. I was excited for that shit. I was just gonna go to some of the comments here. Uh this guy said Andrew and Toby Spider-Man are the first MCU characters, but Iron Man was the first MCU movie. That's the best way to describe it. Zolo's version of the character is being introduced first. Superman Legacy is the first official DCU start. Call it a cop-out, but that's what it is. No, that's the worst way to describe it. Yeah, because the MCU officially starts with Iron Man. Everything else, you could just kind of count that as like Else Worlds. You know, that's what I kind of see it as. I see the DCEU as just more like an Elf's World type universe, whereas this is the official t- official start with Superman Legacy for the DCU. Th- that's just I mean, that's how I say everyone's going to have their own interpretation to like how they're going to see the universe in general. Uh, love to see it. So basically, the Blue Beetle movie doesn't function under his full DCU production team, but the character and actor will continue in his DCU. That, that's honestly the best way of lo- looking at it right there. Uh, Huge W, but damn confusing. I knew it. I told y'all. Blue Beetle is going to be basically the first DCU canon film, but the first DC Studios film is Superman. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Gun to Blue Beetle. You are in the council, but we do not grant you the title of master okay uh wait did he confirm that blue beetle is set in the dcu through this yeah because that's what people are really yeah he kind of basically uh yeah if his character is a part of the dcu then that means his movie counts for it so the dcu officially starts technically with blue beetle which is kind of weird so uh, yeah but he can also use the cop out of it if the movie's not that good well we just have the character then and we just count that's why he made sure the preference superman legacy is the first official start because like that other regime guys oh my goodness wow uh uh-uh. that David Zazza thought that black adam was good enough to put out to a certain extent it his opinions on yeah, movies is opinions yeah that's why funny. i put
0: out i put out this post um where, where the freak is my post at mm-hmm. let me find it
1: are you licking balls or something now I'm looking air coochie. Oh my lord. <laughs> what is wrong with you? This man is literally on crack.
0: All right, the I'm trying to find is... it. Oh, where is it? The
1: thing I, I literally,
0: is... I literally, oh yeah, right here, right here. Uh <laughs> Stop him. all right. So this is why I posted right here today. Because you just said something about David Zazav. All right, so this is David Zazav right here. Uh, do do not do not click the comment. Do not well. Do not look in the thread.
1: For wait, wait, which post?
0: That well, the post you just clicked over.
1: Okay, this one right here.
0: Okay, so this is the picture they post on the red carpet, and it's my post right here. Two kings. Had to leave out that the you know I had to leave out the uh, the the guy that think that thought he can join the join the team. Oh, did you watch Transformers: Rise of Mid yet?
1: I'm watching it today.
0: Oh, my fucking gosh.
1: I told you this earlier. Do you Are you deaf? I said, yeah. I'm watching Transformers oh today at 3.50. And you said, all right, cool. Sorry,
0: you're going to talk about it tonight? Are you deaf? You didn't say are you yes or no.
1: Oh, my God.
0: You said you're watching it tonight. Are you talking about it tonight? I
1: said at the beginning of the show, we're doing a Transformers Rise of the Beast open spoiler no, discussion. No, you didn't. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. People yeah, watch the play. Oh, my God. Replay the tapes. This man's deaf. Oh, my God. Oh, but, Lord. Oh, jeez. No. Oh, honestly, dude I, lost think
0: the, him. dude, I think you're going to like the Flash movie. Uh, you shouldn't have any doubts about this. Uh, like, as a Flash fan, this is truly a Flash movie. It, oh, Lord. Like, mind you, just like my post said, I think Flashpoint Paradox is a great movie, too. It is. But it's a Justice League film. This is a Flash film. Like, Michael Keaton, Batman... Uh, dude, my theater was packed. You, you, you had, man, it was so packed. The dude right next to me, he smelled like sweaty balls and dick, man. You know, I, like really, he, he, he looked, he looked like he was an old head too. Like you look, he's probably in his fifties. And, uh, when he saw Michael Keaton coming, he's like,
2: <laughs>
0: dude, like he literally did out. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's, he, he's a Keaton fan. But I was glad when people saw Keaton come on, they clapped, they cheered. No one did those stupid backflips like they did in No Way Home for Andrew Garfield, <laughs> which is fine. I didn't want them to, uh, you know, um, uh, like people to re- take that pause and then yeah. just ruin the whole atmosphere and stuff. I'm trying to still pay attention. And then uh, when they saw him do his action scene, people was clapping and cheering. And uh, yeah, you, you know. Keaton got his praise, but he did not overshadow Barry. He's dope in the movie, but he did not at all want shadow- overshadow Barry, and neither the Sasha, Kali, Superman. They all shine. No one overshadows nobody, which is great. I think just the Flashpoint Paradox, like, you know, it's not the movie's bad, but you know, let's kind of be real. Thomas Wayne Batman does some cool shit that does overshadow Barry in that movie, but some elements of Flashpoint Paradox are in this movie. But... <sighs> Okay, let me let me ask you this. What the, do you know a certain villain who's not in it? That you would that you expect would should be in here. For this movie? Yes.
1: A villain that I should expect that's not here. That's yes. a lot of his villains honestly. How how many how many goes through? Specifically
0: for this story, what villain do you expect should that you know for sure is not here but you expect should be here?
1: Oh, like Characters like Captain Cold and Gorilla Grodd, right?
0: For uh, the Flashpoint story.
1: Oh, Reverse Flash, right?
0: Right now, do you yeah. do you do you fully believe he's not in the movie? Yes or no?
1: Knowing how superhero movies have not really adapted things very well, I'm gonna just say he's not. Just so if he is there, I'm, I'm gonna I mean,
0: But do you do you? I really then, don't like, think one... he's
1: there. I really think that is, there's, there's some the from Dark Flash shit.
0: I... Okay. No, but I'm asking because I don't want to. If you do if you do if you do think he might be in there, I'd really don't want to say nothing.
1: I don't think he is, honestly. I'm not
0: gonna tell y'all but what the villain the the villain is the villain is a lot scarier in the movie, right? Mm -hmm. But the villain has his moments and his elements, right? But the villain of the movie, Mm -hmm. this is not a you need to punch the villain very hard to beat him story.
1: see what you're saying. Okay,
0: yeah. Now, it is implied that Reverse Flash does the, ah!" it is very much implied. It is very much implied. Like, okay, I wouldn't say it's super implied, but you can tell like, okay, if they were to do like a sequel, you can see him appearing uh, based off his version. But this movie's villain was a very specific villain. We saw it lead. I'm not going to give y'all more on it just know that this is not your you're not gonna have your typical third act like this is not a typical third act at all people think this is going to be a typical typical big cgi third act this third act got pretty intense like it got pretty sad and fucked up (laughs) freaking general zod man that man was a freaking savage dude he was a savage uh feyre was there she had her little moments but she was a you know she was a savage who was odd he was on demon time he wasn't fucking around, but it, it's like, dang, man, the, the 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 way they handled, the way they just ha- and the way they handled the time self was so good because um, okay. Usually when you watch time travel multiverse movies, what changes do you do you do you, do you, do we usually see they make for the most part?
1: When you when you talk about time travel movies, oh, certain aspects Multi- multiverse time travel.
0: Like what's the common changes that we see that's pretty obvious.
1: Time travel movies. Uh when you come back things are the same. Even though that really wouldn't be a thing. Like but, I mean, just based off time works. Like let's say you went back into a different time period and then if you changed an event and you came back to your same time period, then events will be changed. But in right. movies if that happens, then where you come back to, then it stays the same, which wouldn't make logical sense. Like in a Avengers Endgame, the one the easy ones I point out, how can Nebula kill her past self but no, exist no, in the future? Life. That won't make any sense. Did,
0: dude, I'm telling you, this multiverse shit, you you're gonna get it. It is it is not it is not complicated, it's not hard. Um, it is digestible. And what blows my fucking mind, the girl who wrote Bumblebee and Iron not Bumblebee and uh, Birds of Prey wrote this movie. I am thoroughly shocked because it said Chris- screenplay in the credits by Christine Christina Hodgson. And I'm like, who else helped her out? You know, I got to watch the credits again. They didn't reveal what the other writers was, but from what the credits are saying, she wrote this movie. And I'm thoroughly shocked that she fucked up on Birds of Prey, fucked up on Bumblebee, but did great with a multiverse story. But the inspirations they use because they they're using good movies for inspiration like back to the future for one which is a great time travel movie.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? But Flash is taking it a different step cuz you're involving the multiverse. Back to the future isn't really jump jump into a multiverse era. It's just traveling on like your same plane of time mm-hmm. and Marty's just like going back and changing these events. He got to put stuff back in certain places to get things back on a route. But he's still traveling on the same plane of time.
1: Okay. Because uh, I know you've been uh, tweeting about um, other movies in the DCU that's going to happen, like Swamp Thing. I'll be honest with you, dude, I've never been really interested in that character at all. Maybe there might be a great run for that character that exists that I haven't even noticed yet. But i never been interested in Swamp Thing. I know there's – oh, James Gunn also said – oh, they, it's been reported. So I don't, I don't know if he officially confirmed this, that there's going to be, like, other characters appearing in Superman Legacy, like other characters within the DCU. People said the authority is going to be in there as well. And then someone said, um, but people criticize Zack Snyder for a bunch of other, other characters appearing in his movie. It's like, okay, it doesn't really matter if other characters appear in a movie. It's more like how they're utilized. Actually, you know, that's, that's all it is. Other characters can appear in your movie. Like superhero movies, like comic books, they can have other characters appear, but it really just depends on how you're utilizing these characters, you know, because if they're just there to basically kind of like, I would imagine they're there as the villains for the most part of the movie you know i'm not saying they'll they'll be like the main villains but they're like that superhero they're like that super villain group that kind of watches the main hero do what he's doing and like they could be helping but they don't because they don't like what he's standing for right what's up paul l how you doing man how you doing bro okay uh that's pretty much it for that uh we oh we now have some other news regarding the mcu that i'm gonna be bringing up right now actually I think 3C Films just did a video (laughs) about it. Let me cover it right now, actually. Do you you think if 3C Films had a hot girlfriend, he would let me, obviously, like, sleep with her for, like, a few times? Freak, no. (laughs) What do you mean? All right. Okay. So he had put out all this stuff here. And, like, sometimes, instead of going articles, if there's been, like, YouTubers that have, like, all the information there, sometimes also watching a video is better visually aspect for a lot of people as well um let me go and play this really quickly oh my lord all right so let me do this really quickly let me share my screen really quickly and then i can show you this right now also i will be watching john mcfford and the super mario brothers movie on watch parties and reviewing them very very soon so keep that in mind we'll be having that as well all right so he has timestamps stamps here okay let's see intro let me bring this up all right, so what's the first one to cover? Leprechaun horror movie reboot. Wait, what? Leprechaun. These movies are terrible. Leprechaun movies are awful. Holy shit! the The last Leprechaun movie came out on the Sci Fi Channel back in like 2018. Guys, you know a movie's bad when it goes direct to the Sci Fi Channel. The, it was awful. Holy crap! I I, I just kind of want to hear what this is about this is this sounds just so stupid this is basically been i don't know that series always kind of like just a bootleg version of child's play
2: That's how I see it, personally. ...and Mario. Moving on here to something that got me super excited, but probably not a lot of people care about, we got an update on the upcoming Leprechaun reboot. Now, you guys know here on the channel, we've talked about, there's been rumblings that there's a Leprechaun movie up and coming, and now we've basically got the biggest update so far. Here, Bloody Disgusting has it that Lionsgate reviving the Leprechaun franchise with new movie from director Felipe Vargas. Now, this director doesn't have any mainstream notable works. They're most known for directing a short film called Milk which is one you could find online i have to make some time to watch it which i think could be good sometimes like the young really willing and wanting directors can probably give the most flair to an old franchise all that they really mentioned is in the hands of this director this movie should be scary and a ton of fun and that's really good to hear you know because as a fan of the leprechaun franchise i'll be the first to admit it i know they're not great movies but boy leprechaun in space (laughs) <laughs> holy shit leprechaun in space i am able to watch how bad that movie actually is that
1: and it, it, yeah and paula i agree There, uh, movies that are so bad they're good they have their cult their little cult followings like sharknado has theirs uh this franchise has their a lot, a lot of that pertains to a lot like a horror like a lot of horror franchises too like hellraiser has their big fan base too having more horror elements applied to these movies is good like having these kind of franchises get revived as long as something let's say new comes into it. That makes it a bit different. I'm, I'm fine with it actually
2: are they a lot of fun watching those films as a kid I couldn't get enough of them and there was a time where the leprechaun actually truly terrified me you go back to those first three movies and there are some really horrific creative kills in there the leprechaun is a little brute and menace man don't take his gold but then of course you got to the movies after four where he started going to space in the hood and it was just dumb fun then without really many scary elements the article is also quick to mention that Warwick Davis isn't looking to be coming back that kind of hurts but it's understandable i think warwick davis really made the leprechaun who he was but if you saw the sci-fi movie they came out with where they also tried rebooting the leprechaun franchise someone new took up the helm and although they weren't as amazing as warwick davis i thought they did a good enough job where i could see maybe them continuing but they decided not to so yeah i'm looking forward to this and it looks like they're wanting to keep the same tone of those original movies scary but having that fun vibe because at the end of the day it's a leprechaun running around trying to kill you but throwing it off to you guys are you excited or interested in a leprechaun reboot brina is here to talk a little bit about dc because we have gotten some updates that i find are interesting from james gunn
1: oh i i the, the logo for the is this looks great whoever drew this the armor for that that looks fantastic honestly isn't that
0: the new 52 logo
1: kinda
2: kinda he was recently doing a podcast interview where he had logo was- been
0: around since new 52 that i didn't even know
2: do you want to suck me off
0: they better, they, they should, might as well just do a new logo and get Cyborg
1: off of there. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. I forgot. No respect to Manhunter in this stuff. Yeah, like no
0: respect to man. got put a freaking Titans member on there. Get Put them on the freaking Titans.
1: Why do you hate Cyborg so much? Why do you hate black characters, man?
0: Well, it, that's like putting Raven on the Justice League. She's tight. Why like, do you hate
1: black characters?
0: Because like, he's not a, he's not a Justice League member. Thank you Jeff Johns, for putting him on there for no good reason.
1: He gave the black man a chance to get in the big leads, man. Is not gave, what you have?
0: He gave a quarter of a black character a chance. Thank you.
2: A little bit of tidbits about the episode. Only his
0: the right right, right side of his face is uh there. And the
2: first DCU character for sure is Blue Beetle. The first full DC movie DCU movie is Superman which I think are interesting comments to make because I'm like oh what about Shazam what about the flash you were really talking those movies up and saying that they could be included in the DCU but now he's saying technically the first character in the DCU (laughs) is gonna be Blue Beetle. There was also a new TV spot for Blue Beetle that was floating around. I think it is awesome. But to hear now that he's saying, you know, Blue Beetle is the first DCU character, that makes me happy, man. I know this Blue Beetle movie might just come out feeling a little bit average or okay, like a basic superhero movie. And that's not, its nothing wrong. That movie was originally meant to just be a straight-to-streaming movie, okay? It was- Yeah, but forget, this was supposed to be like Batgirl. It was supposed to be just straight-to-streaming.
1: <laughs> but then they gave this movie... Uh, more money in this budget and they gave it a actual theatrical release window actually gonna have some limitations
2: but the fact that james gunn is already willing to be like you know what we're gonna pull him in here and when we give him a sequel oh you can bet we're gonna go hard only other detail that we got here is that james gunn did confirm that after superman legacy he's gonna jump right back into peacemaker so it looks like john cena is staying in the new dcu which was to be expected so yeah just some interesting little updates in the dcu how do you guys feel about these all right moving on here to Disney. all right i don't
1: care about none of these disney movies outside of the mcu ones Fuck Disney. K Dow where's Gucci? He lied to me. And why does Gucci have a black man re- representing that shit? Oh hell nah. Alright. he was. But okay, getting into <laughs> What is ads? I hate ads. Ads, why do you exist? This is the one he Oh, I hate I hate ads so much.
2: Fuck ads marvel movies we have captain america 4 that is being moved three months to july 26 2024 we have
1: okay so captain
2: america brave new
1: world it was originally titled captain america new world order i don't know why they changed the name
2: but okay the thunderbolts that is being pushed five months to december 20th i'm being honest here i'm not really high for this at all <laughs> I, I mean i'm sorry,
1: i could really care less for this one i mean i'm gonna watch all the mc movies guys and the dc ones don't get me wrong i will i Watch this stuff and I review them for you guys. I just could care less about some of these projects. Like, I'll be honest, maybe the projects will come out and they'll, you know, make me interested when I watch them, but just the initial announcement of them doesn't, you know, inspire me to be like, oh my God, I love this. Like, fuck no.
0: I'm not really excited for a Captain America New World Order. Mm,
2: Why do you hate black characters? Uh-huh. 2024. Then you have Blade moving five months to February 14th. Yeah, Blade was actually supposed to come out next year around
1: Halloween time. I think they should push that movie back again to like Halloween time. That's a movie you should want want to come out Halloween time. That's just me personally. Remember, Blade has had. Oh, my goodness, man. They they dropped the first director. They got a new person. Hershaw Ali was like, hey, I don't really like the direction this is going because there's been no progress on this. They've really made, like, no progress on this at all. They confirmed a filming date and everything. There was things moving along, but it ended up just obviously being even, uh, let's we'll say, delayed even further because of the writer's strike. As you guys know, the writer's strike has delayed quite a bit of these projects, actually. Blade's been just, this movie got announced at, the comic-con back in like 2019 i think right This we got announced in like 2019 and it's
2: still not even in like filming stages yet 2025 we have fantastic four that goes back three months to may 2nd 2025 and one of the- all right fantastic four like i said before with with, with uh, the fantastic four movies
1: this new one like needs to be good i i don't even like the other two that i used to watch the first was on two uh, I didn't watch that Fox one with Michael B. Jordan as Human Torch. like, why the fuck would I watch? That looked like horse shit from those trailers. Fantastic
0: Four one was in
1: uh, bad. The rest sucked. The first the one was pretty terrible. That movie sucks.
0: The first one's good.
1: Mm-mm.
0: They casted a perfect Mr. Fantastic. Uh, ben Grimm, the guy, you know, in the practical effects on him, solid. Mm-hmm. Chris Evans was a perfect uh, Human Torch. Jessica Alba, that's up for debate on how how she portrays yeah, Sue Storm. But, I, I really can care less. I mean she was hot, that's about all I care about. Yeah. But it was good. Uh I Victor, Victor Canada, now I'm not gonna say yeah. Dr. Doom was done correctly, but Sue was pretty cool. But he was he was like yeah the wasn't British like a was bad like if, if I had to go back to that era I mean out of it's the only watchable Fantastic Four movie. Even the 90s one mm-hmm. that <laughs> I like I couldn't watch that. I get it; it's of the time, but that's... I would <laughs> you wouldn't see me watch. It. We're like watching it. I think you catching me
1: watching that shit. I
0: think I'm me and Norman's gonna watch it for the superhero day stream, but that's only because we're doing it for content. I'm not doing it willingly out of my heart.
1: Walter, what's up, man? If Blue Beetle can end up being average, I feel like that would be an accomplishment. The film looks dated to sell. Yeah, yeah, you could tell that was a that looks like a made for streaming movie. <laughs> i'd imagine those trailers were from what they were going to put on hbo max to hype it up <laughs> jeez i hope the movie looks a little bit more cleaner when um you know the film actually comes out later on this year remember that blue beetle comes out in july right or august right it's coming out very soon like we about, going to be here like before you know it also if you guys are watching the stream right now if you're watching live make sure you hit the like button. Smash the like button. If you if you hit the like button, guys, I will pay your car note, I'll pay your mortgage, I'll pay your electric bill, I'll pay your gas bill, and I'll pay your phone bill, too. All you do is hit the like button. It's free. This is f- literally free quality content you're getting right now.
2: The only good news here, Deadpool 3 moves up to May 3rd, 2024, while Avengers King Dynasty goes to May... Oh, yeah. The... Wow, what what I missed with okay, so Deadpool Deadpool 3 being moved up. That's actually
1: good news. I mean, I, I haven't I haven't seen the first Deadpool movie. I've seen the second one. I think that the second one was pretty funny. Uh yeah, I mean they announced that Hugh Jackman's gonna be back as Wolverine for Deadpool 3. I mean, I'll watch this. Is probably the thing that I'm the most excited about outside of um Captain America Brave New World, you know. Those would be like the most anticipated Marvel project that I would say that I'm excited for the avengers ones given the writers that they put on these movies i don't know about
2: that Three moves up to may 3rd 2024 while avengers king dynasty goes to may 2026 and avengers <laughs> secret wars to may 2020 okay so king dynasty was supposed to come out in 2025
1: secret wars 2026 originally they're supposed to come out the same year and people knew these weren't going to come out the same year. Let's be honest here. These movies were not going to come out the same year. That was not going to happen, okay? Then you also have it now where they're being delayed till, what, about the next Avengers film? Won't be until, what, 2026? So it's, what, about 2019, 2026? About like six, five, five, six years since, uh, you know, the last one. And I, I think, given how the MCU has shaped up ever since Avengers Endgame, the you would probably want to make sure these movies come out as best as they can. And also, the movies got pushed back because the King Dynasty. People forget, uh, Jonathan Majors is going through a uh, (laughs) sexual... or Sorry, an assault charge right now, along with another MCU actor, too. Going through another one of those, like... Well, uh, what's his name? Jonathan Majors is more like physical assault. The Neymar actor is a sexual assault thing. So, yeah, if they're going to be part of these movies... And you want to make sure their schedules are free because you think that they didn't do anything or that they're actually innocent. You want these movies to be delayed, actually.
2: Seven. Ooh, okay, let's talk a little bit about those Marvel release dates here. For one, it's almost like a domino effect. If you have to delay this one movie, it's going to push all the other ones back. The one that makes me the most sad right now is really just Fantastic Four, because it's like the more you delay that movie, the more you're delaying the knowledge of who are your cast members. Who are the Fantastic Four? But then, also,
1: yeah, the, I remember people on Twitter. You'll, you'll only see these things on Twitter if you're alive right now. People actually literally tried to tell you that what, what what's her name the girl who dates As- Ashton aston kutcher mila kunas could be the thing no and then someone was like but outside of her being a girl what do you what is really your issue oh my god you're so fucking stupid people if you thought that you're retarded i'm sorry you're fucking stupid your yeah, mom dude. should have actually regretted pushing you out of her you are dumb what is wrong with like a, a, Say that shit, shit it to yourself. What's wrong with Mila Kunis being the thing? Okay. All right, then. Martin Lawrence can just be the Flash because, you know, reasons, right? Will Smith can be Captain America. See how stupid that sounds? No, fuck. But she did confirm that she knew who the I mean, was. if Will
0: Smith was young enough, he can play as Sam Wilson becoming Captain America, okay. but he can't play Steve Rogers.
1: Yeah, like, bro, people, they're just so hyped on Virtue signaling. It's so disgusting. No, she can't be the thing, guys. just like, a, just like you wouldn't want to cast
2: a fucking white guy playing Static Shock. It's simple shit. It's basic concepts here. You look at, like, King Dynasty and Secret Wars, man. Four-year wait for Secret Wars. 2027 sounds a lot farther than it is, okay? It's only a four-year wait. I don't think it's that bad to wait for Secret Wars. But still, that is kind of a long time for that movie, and there's said to be so much going down in Secret Wars. It feels like I'm always hearing about a different rumor and whatnot about who's going to show up there. Still, it's not as bad as if you're like, all right, Avatar stuff, I don't really give too
1: much of a shit about. All right, Star Wars Let's movie keep delayed. That to well,
0: I'd rather they find a good director for Secret Wars. And, well, and actually a good writer, because they then they fired that Jeff Loveness dude that wrote Ant-Man 3.
1: <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Ant-Man 3, peak cinema, everyone. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, Lord. Three Star Wars movies just got release dates so yeah the taika watiti star wars film was supposed to come out at the end of this year or at, yeah, at the end of this year actually but that wasn't going to happen that was not going to happen so star wars will return to its theatrical releases come 2026 that is about two and a half years away from now okay and then they're going to do back-to-back movies but you know what's crazy is that they gave release dates for movies coming out but they didn't announce what movies are actually doing but we know one of them is going to be the sequel to Rise of the Skywalker. We know that for sure. That's going to be one of them. Which, I mean, if you're hyped about that, I mean, I guess. Because <laughs> Rise uh, of Skywalker is a piece of shit. That movie's fucking awful. <laughs> Holy shit. But that's, I mean...
0: these. I mean, say on Twitter, the flies are already being spoiled.
1: Oh, I've been avoiding these, spoils like the plague.
0: These people on this app,
1: <laughs> like, can I just say this? Yeah,
0: there's a scene where Batfleck is smiling in a bat suit. Yeah, people are complaining out about him on Twitter, smiling in a bat suit, <laughs> smiling. He's just that, <laughs> bro. I'm telling you. Let me just say this real quick. You Snyder fans, you are not DC fans. You are Zack Snyder fans. Y'all cry about every fucking thing that isn't if snyder did it y'all would have sucked it off you guys are snyder dick riding motherfuckers why are you crying about batman fucking smile like i get in that in joss whedon justice league when he was smiling yeah because he was coming off a lot more cheesy but yeah. batman you people batman can't smile the fuck you gotta be a miserable every all the time. He you know, he. When he when he's eating food, with Alfred. He gotta go like, mm-hmm, Alfred. Mm-hmm, <laughs> Fuck you, Alfred. Like these. Oh my gosh, these Snyder fans, bro. I'm telling you, they are so <laughs> stupid. I hate this whole fan base. Like. There is some people in there that is sane and I can talk to, but my goodness, if you guys are complaining about Batman smiling, you are a fucking idiot. You don't deserve any type of content. Go watch your shitty ass fucking sci-fi original Rebel Moon bullshit. That is that Rebel Moon bullshit is, is never gonna be as big as any DC movie, even a bad DC movie. Catwoman is more attraction than that <laughs> Rebel Moon shit.
1: Uh. I'll, I'll say this.
0: A, a Netflix he, property. When the only the only thing is on Netflix that gets gassed up the most is strangely and they think Rebel Moon is gonna get gassed up.
1: I'll say this. Zach Snyder, when he directed Man of Steel and BBS and Zach Snyder Justice League. I mean honest here, people I think I've, i think I've said this before. There's this thing like being called being put on the map. When zach Snyder was directing DC movies, that's when he got put on the map. He wasn't put on the map for Dawn of the Dead or that fucking computer owl movie. Let, let, let us be honest Yeah, like, hey,
0: hey, dude, dude, I'll, I'll say this. Um, he was on the
1: map for 300, but people kind of forgot about 300 as soon as it came out, really. It wasn't a bad... People said it's not a bad movie, but, you know, over time, you just kind of just, like, forget about a movie like that, you know? He's not, like, constantly in the conversation, because the conversation around superhero movies has been drastically changed since then, actually.
0: Yeah, oh, and, yes. and, dude, dude, I'll say this, and I'll be honest, just to throw his accent on her bone. He definitely has shot a lot of super movies in a very interesting way Mm -hmm. visually and he um uh he he portrayed superpowers in a very in a very great way for especially superman's abilities like literally he's a he's a visionary director warner brothers crowned him a visionary director a while back Mm -hmm. but other than that i mean they overhype. look (laughs) There's people who there's people who give Zack Snyder too much credit on both sides. This person did a really great video. There's Snyder fans that gave him too much credit for his intelligence when he's just making yeah. simple mm-hmm. movies. Video. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, look at um look at Watchmen, right? Real quick, look at Watchmen. Watchmen, the movie, the the book is not really trying to glorify all that flashy superhero shit. Mm-hmm. It shows the ugly. The sloppiness of it, the fact that it doesn't even work out all perfectly and everything. Like a uh, Night Owl in, in in the comic, he got a, he walk around with a beer belly, dude. In the in the in the in the movie. Not saying the movie's bad, but he got night night owl all buff and looking sexy and stuff and all that. And then the way the fight the way the fight choreography is like the Watchmen was not an action comic either. It's clean. It, it's it's blockbuster. It's it's like almost glorified in a sense. I remember that scene in the movie when they're fighting in the, in the, in the alley. A yeah. good fight, and they're they're just breaking the people bones and all that. And it's like it, it's 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 almost the way it's being di- directed is almost like glorifying it when that's not what the comic was trying to do. Like he can make some visually appealing stuff, but he he can also totally miss the point of the story he's adapting. You see what I'm saying?
1: Right. And BVS he missed the point of all those st- people forget. In BVS they use what? Two iconic stories that the stories utilized in BVS could be movie events in and of itself within a DC interconnected universe, right? Yeah. Dark Knight returns, uh was it the first the death of Superman, obviously. Just those movies alone. It what he tried to adapt from those books, you know, failed to impress honestly. Spider-Man 4 update
2: because Tom Holland has if
1: you could serve- I don't care that I'll put my full face in that bit bit bitch's ass, though. You know, just saying. Why does that black guy look like a buff version of like Braille?
2: Just saying. Upcoming Apple TV show. He's doing the rounds of interviews, and of course he's gonna get asked about Spider-Man. Being kind of vague on some of the details, he just says that there is some stuff going on, whether or not it'll come to fruition, who knows. But right now, it's looking pretty good, and we'll just have to wait and see. The reason he's saying wait and see is because he is aware of the writer's strike, and it seemed like they were only, like, halfway through Spider-Man 4. They probably know the idea for the entire movie, but they still have to write it out in script form, and the writer's strike happened, and they had to put a pause on that. He was also asked about the possibility of bringing in Miles Morales into his universe, and he said here... It would be honored to bring Miles Morales into the live action world. How we do that? I don't know, but given the opportunity, I would jump at it. Eddie Knopf, you're talking about him. I'm just saying if they cast a actor
1: who could actually outact him, that could be Miles Morales. I'm just saying there's a good chance he gets outshined by Miles Morales in his Spider-Man 4 film. That's if they put Miles Morales in Spider-Man 4. As you guys know, uh, I have my uh, Spider-Man movies video coming out and- Looking at Tom Holland's movies, compared to now, like, I I like No Way Home, but his other two movies, I think Homecoming was pretty peak mid, as what kids call it nowadays. Far from home, I don't even count. I don't know what the fuck that was supposed to be, just dog shit, apparently. I think Tom Holland is a Spider-Man actor that leaves a lot to be desired. That's kind of like the best way of really putting it, if I'm being honest here, you know? I think Spider-Man really gets a lot of chance to shine in terms of just being Spider-Man in his movies. Outside of, like, just
2: basic shit, if I'm being honest here his Spider-Man by saying, should we find a way to tell his story and do justice to Spider-Man, we will do so. But if we can't find a way to compete with that third one, Spider-Man No Way Home, he'll swing off into the sunset. That to me is an interesting statement right here. He really wants to compete with Spider-Man No Way Home. And I'll just tell you right now, I think that's going to be hard, man, having all three spider people in that movie and then jumping on next the thing that excited me about spider-man 4 is that it's finally going to be a street level classic spider-man story he's in new york he's all alone living by himself struggling no one around him and he's just gonna do what a good spider person does i don't think you need to compete with no way home and try to do something bigger or grander i felt like that's kind of the stuff that was drawing me back from a tom holland spider-man movies they went a little too big a little too grand where i'm like tom holland spider-man Let's just have to be street level. But heck, I'm willing to be surprised because there's been rumors that there's going to be a live action Miles Morales introduced in here. Some people are saying that he lives already in the apartment building that Tom Holland's Spider-Man moves into at the end of No Way Home. Oh, I can just see those scenes happening already. With the massive popularity Miles Morales has gotten over the years, I feel like that would be the thing to top it instead of all the other Spider-People coming in.
1: But I don't know. That's why I throw it off. That suit he has at the end of No Way Home looked really good. That looks great right there. I'll give him that. But yeah, and I think the Spider-Man Four should have to go. It should go back to that homecoming route, where it's just more kind of just <coughs> street level. Well, not. Nah, it needs, 80 it 80 needs to school.
0: be. <coughs> it needs to be Spider the Raimi trilogy and uh, the Mark Webb movies, all in New York. Yeah, street level shit, not homecoming, because homecoming was too. No,
1: Homecoming he had street had, level stuff movie, but it wasn't good street level shit. You
0: know, yeah. Homecoming had that coming of age type of. It was like a. It was like a, yeah. like a wanna be coming of age story that wasn't a <laughs> coming of age story. You know what <laughs> That's what Homecoming felt like. It's like it tried to be that, but it's not that.
1: Oh god,
0: but dude! I'm gonna be so mad because you see with um Captain America: New World Order. Not I mean. Well, Brave New Order how quick yeah. they changed the suit. We only seen in one episode. We have seen this suit in only one scene a new No Way Home suit, yeah, right?
1: That, yeah. Bro. <laughs> that suit looks pretty bad. If they change I have that, that suit. Right here. You see that book? Here? I have it right here. Yeah. This suit looks amazing. And look at that. That's amazing. Look at that shit looks. It's great. Oh, uh, but yeah, that new suit I saw. Yeah, um Yeah, that's no, I'm good. That looks like horse shit. And dude, it's the same shit I talked to you about. Uh, You remember Miss Marvel? I thought the first Miss Marvel suit they gave her looked pretty good. They got this bitch out here walking around in a bathrobe for her second movie. Why is she walking around in a bathrobe? What the hell? I'm just saying. They're doing her dirty. So I know we're big on talking about the box office here. And, you know, with Sean last night for last night's episode of the Nightwing podcast, we, we, we went over kind of like, what does this movie need to break even? So do not let the major trades fool you. I'm not saying Variety is doing it, but this movie has a $220 million budget. The marketing for this movie is probably near like the 60 to $80 Wonder Wonder Brothers has really pushed the Flash. If Black Adam needed $600 million to break even, that that's what this movie would need to break even. I know the, so, so some of the treatment preferably,
0: preferably the movie should do at least a billion right now
1: china the seems, it, yeah. China
0: seems really engaged into this movie right yeah we seen Joker didn't need China mm-hmm. we seen Aquaman definitely had a well, let me look at – let's look at the Aquaman box office real quick and see where Aquaman did the best.
1: Aquaman did the most overseas. It did, but, I mean, you
0: know, we, we saved $35 million it
1: we, domestically. You know. Well, opening weekend, obviously. Opening, it did $35 million, which was actually lowest for DC movies at the time Then international box office kicked in for it. Because I'll tell people this right here. A movie like this that they pumped in this much money into, if this movie makes – less than 900 million dollars they would probably see that as a disappointment though yes in terms of a movie making 800 million dollars itself that is not bad okay if a movie makes 500 million dollars that's good it may making like 500 to 90 is great for any movie if you're talking about just one isolated incident but you have to also count in budget marketing paying the talent involved distribution costs marketing all the Every and there's many other finances too that people don't say, but just other, I feel they call them in the industry, other marketing expenses too, like other expenses in general, right? Like uh, in business, it, it was EBT estimated before tax. So it'd be like, how much are you going to take in after you paid in? Everybody, they need a big number here. Remember, guys, one of us has not been at the Super Bowl for a long time. They promote this at the Super Bowl earlier this year. They want this to be a billion dollar film. I don't care what anybody says. If this makes less than 900 million dollars for them, they're going to see it as a disappointment. You might not see it as a disappointment because it's not your money, but that's what they would see it as, putting the disappointment in. Now, this movie also wouldn't uh, be a bad thing necessarily for David Zaslav because this is kind of like before his tenure as being like the head of Warner Brothers and James Gunn. But James Gunn has been co signed this movie as like one of the best superhero movies ever made. So yeah, James Gunn, hyping it up as well. I'll show k before I-, I read this article, okay? Domestically, Aquaman took in Three hundred and thirty-five, one hundred and four, three hundred and fourteen million dollars domestically. So that's about what movies would do here in America. Usually, that's like a peak max for movies in America. Usually, that's pretty. But I good, think that actually.
0: might be the same. Ca- I think that might be the case. Of this movie internationally it might do very well domestically. Blah, but for you know, yeah. like I say, I care about the end. Like the end of the results. Like yeah, it can have a great legs. Like remember, Doctor Strange too had great legs, but it didn't break a billion. I it did, what did. It, it did like four hundred. Yeah. It almost did. It should have been off
1: from a billion dollars,
0: right? It should have with the amount of stuff that was in it. Hopefully, yeah. the flash does too. But like I say, and I, I am being very honest about this, guys. I like the flash, but there's at least three scenes with some, with some, with some questionable movie effects. I still think they should have touched up on that stuff a whole right. lot more. Now right. that stuff might have been intentional. But they should have touched it up because you don't want to create any more reasons for people to dislike the movie. Now you already have Ezra Miller's drama that already has people against it. In a sense, you have Snyder fans that don't mm. like it because it's going to it's going to viciously uh, rape the Snyderverse. You know,
1: grape
0: uh, grape the Snyderverse, officially on grape the Snyderverse. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's they they just. Needed to create less reasons for people to not just bash on this movie. That's all. Now, mind you, there's going to be a lot of people. I like No Way Home, guys. I think it's Tom Holland's best Spider-Man movie. But, you know, uh, let me just show something really quickly. Because I think a lot of people are going to be very hypocritical and biased about this Flash movie. Because ain't no way... You can sit here and eat this up right here, or this cartoon video game looking Tobey Maguire, or this right here, or even this right here. Hate on the Flash and not get now if the Flash story was bad, I got you. This just gives you more reason to hate it. Black Panther had some shitty, had a shitty looking third act. I love this movie, but the movie's still good. Oh, the, third look, the third it's act looks, the third act looks like a cartoon. Yeah. No way home. Have some spotty. Look, this is Guard spot. Bro, he looks animated. He literally looks animated. Look, let's, let's show that. Well, them. that looks
1: better than the Black Panther picture you just brought up. I mean, they both look animated. Look, look, Dude, look, no. look. have you seen what Sean put out on Twitter? I didn't even notice this when I first watched Black Panther. That that scene they're fighting each other in. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> he I, it, it, magically like, yeah, it
1: flew was... away from Michael Peach. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But like, okay.
1: He, he turned into a super saiyan. It's like, what the dude, fuck?
0: All right. All right uh, like, look at this here. Yeah. And look at that there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, it's not even... the That is so bad. Like, uh, the movie's still good. You see what I'm saying? The movie yeah, is yeah. still good. I can, I can take out the fact that the visual effects is spotty and still say the movie's good. But, you know, this is why I say the whole Justly cast... They need to go. Ezra Miller needs to go. They need to go. You need to get rid of all the pillars of that Snyder version stuff and clean slate the whole Justice League, even Gal Gadot Wonder Woman. Because I'm going to feel some type of way if Ezra Miller stays, but you boot out Henry Cavill. I'm not saying he had to say Superman, but you definitely should have gave him a new role in the DCU pretty quickly if you're going to just, like, boot him out. But based off the reception today I don't think they're going to even decide to keep Ezra because there's a lot of people and they have the right to because I do agree with some of them call out Ezra and call out the biases with Hollywood and how they protect certain people Just remember <coughs> Will Smith got dragged for slapping Chris Rock he got crucified Ezra Miller is is getting excuses made for himself and it's like that's not that's it's, that's, it's, it's like yeah it's like well, that's dude, not because you because you can, that? You can say about
1: that, dude is Will Smith's problems got exacerbated to a point where it was because he was sad, because Jada revealed that stuff on their show and right. all sort of stuff. But Cause, cause you, you don't you excuse can, that. It. You don't want to excuse right. to that. But for Ezra Miller, all oh, this was mental health. And what? See, what look, are we look doing?
0: At it, look at it like this. Look at it like this. Mm-hmm. You can say the same exact thing for Will Smith's case. You know, he was mentally not in the right place because he's yeah. getting... Like straight up bullied and dragged for being, you know, people calling him a cuck or whatever. Like, you know, that mentally is going to mess you up here and every day. People talking shit about your kids and calling you a cuck this, cuck that, blah, blah, blah. And he finally snapped. Right now, mind you, he didn't. Sure. okay, he slapped Chris on stage. Not saying he should have done it or that's between them. But he's not repeatedly going around doing crimes and stuff. Now, I'll say this for Ezra Miller. I don't agree with people when they say he kidnapped some uh kidnapped that girl. Because uh-huh. for one, yeah, you how you can't kidnap someone if you, their <laughs>
1: just
0: my parents car. gave them consent <laughs> to hang around you. It's not really kidnapping, <laughs> and the parents know about it and they agree to it and they let the kid hang around this person. Not saying the parents okay, not saying Ezra Miller uh violated the child or anything. I'm just saying the parents was okay with them hanging around Ezra for so many years, right and i don't agree with the whole uh he kidnapped a family thing because if you do research on that the person who put out the uh the complaint that Ezra kidnapped his family was abusing the woman that Ezra helped take back to his home in virginia yeah, yeah. So, I was now i do that. now now for sure this is a fact of what he actually did he assaulted a woman on camera he was in Hawaii stealing someone's a uh, social security card and all that.
1: No, it was the people that some let stuff, in room with him.
0: Right now, there's some stuff in Hawaii where it was it was straight up, you know, misconstrued and it wasn't mm-hmm. what it was, and it wasn't his fault. But still, there's people need to be fair about the facts and the thug. But I think him choking a woman online was already too much. It's like, okay, you did too much. You gotta go. Because if anyone else did that, if I did that, if MSK did it, if Brell did it, and let's take just let's just take out a fact that we're black. If Brad Pitt did that, if Leonardo DiCaprio did that on camera, <coughs> they are done. They're canceled, they're dragged, they might go to jail. Who knows? I don't know, but their careers are fucking done. Unless 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 some some Hollywood directors like some underground indie Hollywood directors like, Leo, you want to appear in my A24 movie? <laughs> A24 was A twenty four movie? A twenty four movies are good, but you know. <laughs> but hey, I would say this, dude, real quick. I was okay mm-hmm. with Ezra Miller appearing to the red carpet. You kind of had to have the star show up to the red carpet. That would be kind of. Oh yeah, the thing but if you notice, they
1: didn't have him take any comments. They he was just right. there. He did the no, no. He did. He did do pictures. comments. He did, he did one do, comment.
0: Yeah, one comment. But if he, if you notice. Remember for the movie when they released it, where they released behind the scenes of Michael Keaton talking about his time mm-hmm. on set and Sasha Khalid, Notice he didn't do none of that. So I so they definitely agreed with that marketing, one of the three options that he, they yeah. gave him.
1: Oh, I remember uh, that. Yeah, the three options. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and that was one of the options Like he can't do all the press and stuff. He can't go to the news outlets.
1: Yeah, because imagine going to the news outlet and we go, Hey Ezra, how did you feel when you choke that, that bitch out? <laughs> That's not going to work out very well. Ezra Miller issues first public comments since misconduct allegations at the Flash premiere. Ezra (coughs) made a public showing for the first time in nearly two years on Monday night, attending the Los Angeles premiere of DC Studios The Flash. The embattled actor spoke openly about misconduct allegations levied against him and various legal woes addressing fans and many industry players at Gra. Grau Chinese theater in Hollywood. Also, I want to make, make sure I say this too, is that, oh Lord Jesus, the, the media does, when the media latches on to someone having basically, what's the best way of saying it? The media will latch on to someone basically falling apart and then just constantly shit on someone. I'm not saying that everything they put out is wrong or right. I'm just saying that that's a thing the media does where once someone's already like under fire, They'll just, they're just going to keep fueling the fire, actually. Miller, who is non binary and uses they them pronouns, made a big show of acknowledging Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zazlav, Warner Brothers Film Group heads Michael DeLuca and Pam Abbey, and DC Studios Stewards James Gunn and Peter Safran for your grace and discernment and care into in the context of my life and in bringing this moment to fruition. He's just so, oh, good Lord, man. If there's, if there's anybody else, if there's anyone else, this doesn't happen. This is just crazy. And then you have and Muschietti taking L's randomly being like, yeah, no one can play the Flash but this guy. You're on fucking crack. You're on, yeah, that's that's just stupid. Following a series of Escalating incidences, Miller was charged with felony burglary in Vermont in 2022 after police investigated his involvement with a robbery at a private residence. Their troubles began in 2020 after a video emerged depicting Miller as they appeared to be choking a woman outside of a bar in Iceland. No charges were filed. The actor was also arrested twice in Hawaii, once for disorderly conduct and harassment. Miller pled no contest to a single count. Of misdemeanor disorderly conduct in Hawaii in the Hawaii case and paid a $500 fine the harassment charge was dismissed Miller received a rock star welcome at the flash premiere introduced by their director Annie Muschietti oh I'm I imagine yeah Hollywood people wanting to keep this you know fucking this type of a person in a certain community uh keep them in a good light actually I love you, Maestro, Miller told the filmmaker. I think you're amazing, and I think your work is monumental. The studio announced ahead of time that the Los Angeles premiere would be Miller's lone publicity commitment for the film. They walked the red carpet and did not stand for tra- and did not stand for traditional on-camera and print interviews. Miller's The Flash, co-star Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez turned up at the event and did Muschietti's It Chapter Two collaborator, Jessica Chastin. The Flash will open Friday in North America, despite euphoric reactions out of its debut screening at this year's CinemaCon and being heralded internally as one of the greatest superhero films ever made. Early tracking has The Flash earning less than superlative $70 million in its first weekend. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot that we have gone through to get to this point, people. There's been a whole lot. Holy motherfuck. Just uh I just don't understand having to go through all of that with this guy, an animous shade would go. You know what? If there was a sequel to the flash, I'd do it again. That's just fucking crazy, man. I I I don't get it. The flash targets 70 million Pixar's elemental aims for 35 million in underwhelming box office battles. So also what's gonna maybe have a dent in the Flash's box office right now is there's a lot of competition right now currently as we're doing this Nightwing podcast episode. You have Transformers Rise of the Beast, you have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 still playing. You have, um, I mean, you have The Little Mermaid, which is attempting to try and make money. You also have The Boogeyman, which is out right now. You also have, um, I think Mission Impossible 7 opens quite soon around when this movie is going to be still in its box and its Mission Impossible 7 will open around the time frame that this movie will probably be in like week 6 or 7 in its box office run actually. So right now there's just a lot of competition so hopefully that doesn't make a huge dent in this movie's box office returns actually. Uh Disney's animated movies, oh well, sorry, Pixar's, also oh, it's Disney Pixar right. So Pixar's movies and Disney's animated movies have not been doing that good for a while, so this is not a new thing that has happened, obviously. It was positioned as the first big bluster battle of summer, but this weekend's showdown between The Flash and Pixar's Elemental isn't shaping up to be one for box office record books. Both of the mega-budgeted tentpoles are tracking for lackluster starts, with The Flash starring Ezra Miller as the title DC superhero targeting $70 million and elemental and animated adventure about opposites who attract aiming to collect just seven, just $35 million insiders and analysts are split on the final weekend number for the flash with some expecting an even softer $68 million and others projecting as much as $85 million. The flash is landing on the big screen without a traditional promotional push from Miller who has been a controversial figure in the lead-up to the film's release. The actor, who was arrested several times in the past few years, released a statement in August to apologize for his behavior and say they were in treatment for complex mental health issues. Miller attended the premiere of The Flash on Monday, marking his first public appearance in two years, but but stopped short of engaging with the press. Chalk it up to the unconventional global campaign campaign or a glut of superhero offerings, but a debut of $70 million or below is less than heroic for a comic book epic that costs more than $200 million and has been heralded, if mostly, by the executives who make the film as one of the greatest superhero movies ever made. And yet, it's on pace with the Dwayne Johnson-led Black Adam, which opened last year to $67 million and did not receive anywhere near the same critical sentiment. Plagued by negative reviews, the $200 million budget of Black Adam tapped out with $168 million domestically and failed to reach $400 million globally, ultimately losing money in its theatrical run. The Flash is hoping to fall closer in line with 2019's Aquaman, which also kicked off to $67 million but showed some impressive endurance, ultimately grossing $335 million in North America and 1.14 million billion billion globally. An- uh, analysts point out The Flash isn't necessarily destined for the same fate as Black Adam, as long as audiences agree with new DC uh, chief James Gunn and of Discovery CEO David Zaslav lavish praise about the greatness of The Flash. Critics have mostly liked the film, in which Miller plays the Scarlet Beaster, known as Barry Allen, across multiple timelines, and Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck reprise their roles as Batman. It, it, filmmaker Andy Muschietti, directed The Flash, which begins as Barry travels back in time to prevent his mother's murder and inadvertently cracks open the DC multiverse. Cameos abound. Warner Brothers could use a comic book hit. The Flash is the second of three DC films that will open in theaters in 2023. Before the studios, new overlords Gunn and Peter Safran take the comic book universe in an entirely new direction. It follows... Shazam! Fury of the Gods, which opened in March and turned into one of the biggest superhero misfires in recent memories. With $57 million at the end of its domestic run, Blue Beetle, starring Zolo Mari Duena as the alien symbiote, opens on August 18th. In regards to Elemental, the family-friendly film is bracing for disaster. Those projected ticket sales are rivaling 2015's The Good Dinosaur, which had $39 million, and 2020's Onward, Thirty-nine million dollars as the worst starts in Pixar's modern history. The animation empire has been struggling since the pandemic, when several of its titles were sent directly to Disney Plus and possibly trained uh, family audiences to watch its movies at home. The studio even took Elemental to the Cannes Film Festival to amplify the point to all the youngsters uh, sunning themselves on the French Riviera that Pixar is again making movies for the big screen. Yeah, so. This happened during the tenure of Bob Iger. Bob Iger pushed those Pixar movies to Disney Plus, And like I said before, that has really had an effect on audiences viewing like Disney and Pixar animated movies in theaters. Cause like they don't, if they if they may potentially might be on the fence about supporting the movies in theater, they know it's gonna be on Disney Plus in like 45 days. Director directed by Peter SoeM, uh Son, yeah, directed by Peter Sahn, Elemental is set in a world inhabited by Anthropo anthropomorphic elements elements of nature who don't always blend well together the story revolves around the friendship between fire element ember and water element wade who discover they actually have more in common than meets the eye also this weekend Lionsgate's horror satire the blackening is expected to earn 7.5 million in its debut directed by Tim Story. The film pokes fun at the common horror trope. The black characters are often the first to die and follows a group of black friends who gather at a remote cabin to celebrate Juneteenth. Cue the masked killer. In limited release, Wes Anderson's Asteroid City is opening in six theaters across New York City and Los Angeles. The 1950s set film takes place in a fictional desert town as a cosmic event disrupts the annual junior stargazer convention and star Scott Johansson, Jason Schwartzman, Maya Hawk, Brian Cranston, and dozens of other Anderson regulars. So, yeah, I hope The Flash makes a good amount of money at the box office. Now, to be fair, the reason why it's a little different from Black Adam is Black Adam was it's still not like a relatively known ish character to like the general audiences. The Flash is. Now, if the Flash doesn't resonate with general audiences, that means that people have just straight up given up on this universe and we just got to just go GG, go next. You know, that's been my opinion of this universe is that the general audiences that have basically just kind of given up. But hey, the Flash might be that exception to the rule. And even if the Flash is the exception to that rule, that doesn't bode well for maybe Blue Beetle or Aquaman either. Blue Beetle might have the Black Adam effect, maybe. I don't know. If the But if the Flash does, oh, Lord, that's not good.
0: Yeah, that dude, look, good. I'm guaranteeing right now. Some of y'all are gonna have issues with some CGI faces. But like, well, it depends these next couple of weeks because I'm really not gonna take anyone's opinion serious if they like the No Way Home, <laughs> Black Panther, uh, what's some other superhero movies with some spotty CGI? Uh Thor 4, not take definitely not because that ugly CGI helmet on Chris Hemsworth and that cgi face of uh heimdall's son uh yeah i'm not gonna say take... now if, if if you like those movies and you like the flash too because all the movies i just named have spotty visual effects right and you still enjoy the movie because the story now if the story's bad that's a different story but the stories in my opinion isn't bad then okay, I can I can talk with you, but I'm not taking nobody serious if they like No Way Home and then complain about the flash, spotty V effects, and gas up No Way Home. I'm I'm, I'm sorry because that sheds uh, some ugly green screen in some parts and some spotty uh, CGI, which is which is fine because it didn't take away from how good the movie was, right? But all the MCU Spider-Man movies got bad uh, weird CGI, like the suit just looks so animated. Way too animated, honestly.
1: Oh, God. Man, box office is heating up. We have all these movies coming out right now competing. It's it's going to be tough for the but Flash. I think, I think
0: Flash, because uh, remember for the Batman, right? Remember a week early they did like a, fa- a fan screening? Well, yeah. They did like an IMAX fan screening a week early, right? And they got some, uh, I think that, I think doing this again with the Flash helps. Like said, we're not going to see the box office results yet until uh, Sunday. I'm ready for Sunday. But I think this movie might be a hit with the Chinese audience. Yeah. Which is fine. Hey, as long as it makes its money. And then, like I said, we need to move on, reboot all that shit, kill it. Because.
1: And then the MCU is here to win. When are you going to watch the Mission Apostle movie so you can be ready for Mission impossible 7?
0: And I ain't watching that.
1: What do you mean? You don't want to watch Peak Cinema? You don't want to watch peak, peak quality cinema? What are you saying to me right now, sir? What are you saying to me? Oh, my goodness. Holy crap. What is going on? Oh, here we go. Uh, I should be able to finish out my Fast and Furious movie project of watch parties later on tonight, Uh, going over Fast 9. I, I'm putting out my Fast and Furious reviews. Today, I'll be releasing... Fast and Furious, which was Fast and Furious 4. That's coming out later on as well. And yeah, that seems to be pretty much it. We should well, well tomorrow's the 14th, right? Uh, yeah, tomorrow's the yes. 14th. Yeah, uh, so the 14th. we should be having a nightwing podcast on Wednesday, actually, too. Should be. Uh tomorrow the LCS starts. So I'll be pretty much wrapped up in watching that until like six o'clock, actually. The season's starting again. Ooh, woo, let's go. Let's do that shit. Uh, but you know, I love talking about the box office. I love talking about all all this stuff. Uh, can't wait to dive further more into this stuff and do a whole bunch of content. Also, uh, this is probably not something that I need to make a topic, but uh, *Superman* four got confirmed. *Superman* four. Oh my lord! *Superman* and Lois got confirmed for a season four. But instead of having,
0: yeah, it says gonna be. Uh, 10 I'd rather just end at three. It those ten episodes could be good, but I'd rather just end at three. Because yeah. if they're doing a dip in like quality, I mean, okay, like a dip in that means they're gonna be some pay cuts. People got to take. They're not gonna put in the same effort that you'd expect. I mean, if they're gonna, the marketing budget is gonna be sufficiently low. Like you really expect people to. Put in the same effort. It's like getting a, um, it's like working a position for so long at a job, and you know you can you can you can get promoted and go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're trying to get that promotion, and someone takes your promotion from you. And at that point, you're like, "Well, I'm gonna just keep working here until I can find somewhere new." You're not going to put in as much effort as you was already because you was ready for this promotion. It was kind of promised to you in a sense, and you got taken from, the opportunity got taken from you you're not going to put in as much effort in, into it i'm not saying they won't but
1: common nerd what's up buddy how you doing I think, tonight, those, man? I
0: think i think those visual effects about to get worse
1: if, if you want to be on for tonight's show man just just let me know we'll be live later on after i finish watching uh rise of the beast actually
0: talk about shitty beast
1: what do you mean Transformer movies are peak cinema
0: Gosh, man, that movie is so fucking bad. People hype that shit up so much.
1: I guarantee it's a, you
0: know, let me take. It's not bad. It's a average. It's a below average summer blockbuster. That's just. I guarantee it's it's
1: probably better than the Flash.
0: (laughs) What? No. Visual effects is way more consistent because you know you want the Transformers to be consistently good, but other than that, no.
1: Oh gosh. But yeah, I mean that,
0: that dude I'm um, just well just to make it clear Rhinox yeah. only Rhinoc's only roars and Cheetor only says three words. That's it.
1: Oh Lord, you think I was expecting much out of these movies? I told people when I I I people well, go back and watch the first podcast that we did when uh the trailer came out when I think James was through that one. I said, This yeah, looks like I the same him. shit. <laughs> this <laughs> looks yeah. like the same shit, it's, dude, it's it colored is. differently.
0: Dude, it, I mean, it literally is like I like Transformers One, but I won't admit that there's similarities. Because remember when Transformers One started, it opened with Optimus Prime talking about the war for Cybertron. Yeah. And when the movie got into it, you know, it opened with Blackout, which was a pretty, pretty dope scene, a dope um, transformation. But after that, guess who Guess who the movie is really about?
1: Mm. That's interesting. Yeah.
0: Right. Like, it it yeah. pretty much. They do the intro with the, with some Transformers stuff, and then it's all about it's, uh, humans in the full, like, first act,
1: you know, r- really. Oh, also wanted to bring this up, too. Transformers Dark of the Moon. I remember watching that in theaters when it dropped. There's that scene where they drop out of the plane, and they go into Chicago the way they do that, and it's all almost practical effects, what Michael Bay did. That kind of stuff. Oh, yeah,
0: that was shot well. That, that I, was
1: shot it, very that well. Was, that
0: was practical.
1: That was Dude, amazing. It.
0: Like even though those Michael Bay movies are like, like not
1: all of them. Uh... Hello.
0: Uh, like all of them are. Well, oh yeah. It's just the Michael Bay. Even the bad ones, like, just feel more cinematic. Like the the third act of Last Night, <laughs> while I hate that movie, the third act of Last Night is way better than the third act of this movie. Like when they're running, and uh, after the knights take down Optimus and uh, to attempt to execute him, and Kate stops it. Oh yes, <laughs> you remember that shit Kate did in Transformers uh, Five?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Expect some shit. Oh, like oh, I want to show you this right here too. I just saw this on Twitter. Oh Expect my God, like these Snyder fans are retarded. But. Even though BVS did better than the last six DC movies combined, but go off. All right. Oh, uh, so, I
0: saw I saw that guy's videos on TikTok. This mor- I'm shocked I saw his I saw his videos on TikTok this morning.
1: Also, here I I, I need to actually just blow this out of the water. Okay, right, so I need to see BVS's marketing budget because that, that that that'll really really do it. BVS's marketing. I just want you to see. okay Oh my lord! Oh my god! That's Even more than I expected, all right. So keep this in mind, guys. BVS had a but BVS's marketing budget is this marketing budget is that okay? Mm-hmm. Now, BVS's overall box office, not not the box office, I just want to want the budget just for it. I think Wikipedia will have it, they should have their numbers somewhat decently good. BVS, uh, not this. Oh my god, number two, man, right here. Okay, so BVS's box office, BVS's budget was between 250 to $300 million. I am able to follow me here slowly, okay? Now, if I'm supposed to believe this, I'm pretty sure it's around the $300 million range. It's a $300 million movie. Now, if Warner Brothers sunk in $175 million in marketing, it really doesn't matter if they made this. This number is good in an isolation of, that's impressive a movie made that amount of money, but when you factor in marketing costs and budgets, distribution costs... This movie flopped. I'm sorry. That shit. Flopped. A movie that's around a four hundred million dollar budget needs to make a billion dollars. That that there's no ifs ands ors or buts. There's no. I mean, compared to the. Gray com- area. Compa-
0: I mean, just years take years. out take out the the budget compared to the competition they had, who they was competing against, the characters they was using, they should have made a
1: billion. Let, so let's look at it right here. Um, only twenty eight million was spent on TV trailer. Twenty eight million on TV trailer spots. Close to 150 million was spent on everything else. That's ridiculous, guys. This movie bombed. I'm sorry. Yes, in box office numbers, 800 million dollars is not a bomb in terms of like making 800 million dollars. I'm talking about this movie bombed from all the money that they put out for it, all the money they invested into it. It. Sorry, sorry. It's just you know. Yes, look. Because two things can be true. It didn't bomb in the traditional sense of the movie making Andrew and 60 million dollars. That's that would be stupid to say. But it did bomb compared to you and you factor in marketing and budget and all that stuff. And I'm not saying the money aspect I'm talking about equivalents to the quality of film. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying just from a money aspect alone, this movie failed. Pretty bad. And the movie reflected its quality too. Because that movie fucking stinks. The movie's fucking awful. But you know. Uh yeah, don't listen. Don't do not listen. to People like this. These people are fucking retarded. Holy fucking shit! Jeez. I I don't know why they count Aquaman. Why do people? Like, Aquaman is literally after Justice League. Aquaman oh yeah, well, doesn't ahead. count for Zack Snyder. First of all, James James Wan directed that. How's right. that count for Zack Snyder? What the hell?
0: That that was literally after Zack Snyder left. Hold on, where's the um? Or the
1: uh oh oh and, and if we're being real honest here, uh didn't the Joker come out not connected to shit make more than BBS did? The Joker, the movie with the Joker with nothing tied to it except it's just walking Phoenix. Oh, and um Aquaman came out after BBS did the guy who talks to fish, he made more money than a Bamber Superman team movie, a Justice League movie, a Wonder Woman film, and a Suicide Squad movie. A suicide squad movie that had three of Batman's most, most iconic villains of all time. I love context. I love it. I love it. You people are fucking retarded. Jesus Christ. If that's true, if they spent 175-that's disgusting. 175 million dollars in marketing. They were really banking on this movie, like
0: Doing a pushing
1: up their universe. they, they remember, this supposed was, was supposed to be that that like fast track to really push. You know a DC cinematic universe to compete with the MCU, so they spent money for it. It wasn't like they didn't spend money for it. I mean, BVS is not an ugly movie. BVS looks fine. BVS visually looks fine. That money went well spent. But 175 million dollars in marketing and telling me this movie, yeah, under those mark, under the marketing and under the budget of the movie, it needed to make a billion dollars. Sorry guys, Just how it works. I just just. How much does BVS make domestically? That's what I'm gonna go look up. You had Bob box office pro, right? Uh, Box office pro, I think it has. Box right office right mojo. Yeah, right here, okay. <laughs> you wanna see this shit? Do you wanna see this? Oh, uh- oh God. <laughs> oh God. The bad word of mouth killed this movie in, in domestically. Look at this. Yeah. This made Me less too. than Aquaman domestically.
0: Yeah, it was a bigger hit over there in, uh, you know. Foreign
1: <laughs> this made less than Aquaman domestically. Not that much. It was like only $5 million difference, but still. PBS made nearly all, pretty much 62% of its money back. Well, six, it made 62% of, its, of, of money that it made domestically. Sorry, internationally. Domestically, this movie wasn't hitting like that. Do not let people tell you about this movie. Do not let people rewrite history. Do not let revisionist history people play you for a fool. This movie also got pretty much almost the max amount of theaters to be opened into. That's like almost the max number for theaters right there. I think people need you to, to understand what is a bomb from a movie perspective from the studios versus what is a bomb from just like the box office numbers themselves? Because that's a completely different argument of itself but if someone says bvs made more than the last six dc movies i mean the batman made 720 the 750 right did make 720
0: or 750 the yeah it was like seven like that's 720
1: or 750 that's still pretty good that's actually pretty good in my opinion the batman i don't see how much it made domestically the batman batman with robert pattinson right here Yeah, this one, these are where the domestic and the international numbers kind of come into play more to see, like, where's the general interest here? So it made, so it's about, how much is that off? That's like, what, 30 million off internationally? Yeah, it made, that made more than BVS domestically. So if you want to, if you want to bring up, if you want to bring up numbers, this made more than BVS domestically. Just Batman by himself made more than BVS domestically. This is a solo movie. So if you're counting in what Warner Bros. are thinking, they're thinking like, damn, Batman can pull in numbers like this. Oh, you add in Superman to that, damn, that's a billion dollar. That's what people said was going to be a billion dollar film. People, Batman can do numbers like this alone in America. Look at that. That's just alone here. Batman
0: made more than uh, Man of Steel too.
1: The Batman did pretty well, like internationally, but let's see. What did Man of Steel do domestically? I'm pretty sure it did better internationally. It has to. There's no way it didn't. Man of Steel. Oh God. That's that's not terrible. That's not that's not terrible. But you you see the difference between the way people kind of latch on to Super, uh Batman compared to Superman. Look at look at those numbers. Now that is from 2013. That is without saying. But I hope James Gunn is counting these kind of numbers into fruition, being a Superman solo movie after all this much time. Man, I still made more internationally as well. So, oof. I mean, you're yeah, right there. That's a pretty 50-50 split right there, depending on domestic and international, too. What's another DC movie that he brought up? You said The Joker? I mean, The Joker may have made a billion dollars. That, that That's honestly nothing to really bring up because that's going to be a walking ale for that guy anyway. Yeah, so, actually, bring
0: up The Joker box office again. Look, you see, you, you, see, you didn't oh even talk it. it's just Joker, it's not the Joker. Okay. No, every 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 DC solo movie, they just <sighs> need to keep putting the, like, the Swamp Thing.
1: Right there. It made more than BVS domestically. This is just the Joker, people. Just the Joker. Yep. Damn. So, but that's also a weird narrative that people said, too, was, oh, it just played really well in America. No, 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 people. mm It made more money. Overseas, yeah, it played very well. For yeah, the narrative of what it was trying to do at that time period in America worked, but it didn't hit as hard as it did internationally. People thought this movie just gained all, all, all this money from just America. Like, guys, no, that's not that that would even make remote sense, honestly. Also, yes, Joker joke, joke was rated R too. Yeah, it's even harder it hit for a a movie to hit a billion dollars if it's rated R, given you know limiting who can really see it, honestly. Um, what other movie came out, honestly? Yeah, yeah, see let's see Shazam. Shazam didn't do very well at all, honestly. The first one did okay, I think. Yeah, that's oh that goes to show you that people don't really I'll say general audiences aren't really, you know, into this character yet. But internationally it, it pulled up some decent numbers. Internationally, those are some decent numbers I, I'd say. You know? All right, but yeah, fucking hell. Jeez. Where if you, if, I mean, I don't know if people don't like comparing comparing that movie to like Civil War, but if we bring up Civil War, I mean, Civil War, I think was the highest grossing film of twenty sixteen. I think Civil War, you know, an actual superhero battle movie between two characters. Look at that, $408 dollars domestically. That beats out BVS by what, hundred thirty million dollars plus, right there. Internationally, like that, that that would just be a landslide. Yeah, Civil War domestically did better than Batman and Superman. Yeah, Batman Superman has Batman and Superman in the fucking title. Civil War just has fucking Captain America. This did triple almost the amount that BBS did domestically. Just right,
0: that's the thing. These people complain about, oh, we made more money than you. Like, bro, your movie didn't even make more than most movies. It should have. It Batman and Superman should have made more domestically than Civil War. It doesn't I'm matter.
1: Saying. The BBS revisionist history may may makes my freaking brain just melt yeah. inside. The only movie that the only movie
0: that deserves revisionist history is, um, Spider Man Three. No, so
1: movie. that movie deserves to be shitted on, just like it has been always, these, all these many years. Yeah, that's, that's that. See, that's your problem. You
0: uh, <laughs> MCU shield. You sucking off those. um... See, you watch too many trash Transformers movies, man. That's what polluted your mind. What do you mean? All them horrible Transformers movies. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be out of town in the next couple of days, guys. I'm going on a cruise. So, you know, I'm going to be getting my cock away. <laughs> Literally Can getting my it cock away in you? the
1: water. No. So, you know, Tommy, I, I can't jerk you off? Get all the liquid out of your dick, you know?
0: No, that's not your job. You remember when we Grown Ups? Yes. Remember that no, scene where they're all taking a piss Running we're, we're all taking a piss. What? Hi. Did you say you never seen uh grown-ups?
1: Did you say you like Spider-Man 3? Oh my gosh, you never seen
0: grown-ups. You are you never seen grown-ups.
1: Oh, yeah, I like this argument too, where people say Superman modern can't work. Then Captain America have that same I my, my, I don't want to go through it, dude. But Paula, yes, I agree with you. It's just a. it's just it's called deflection. Yeah, that, yeah that's yeah. that's the
0: same thing they say with Spider-Man too. Uh Spider-Man has literally been the same in every adaptation. You never seen a drastic change of his character, like you know, somebody coming in, giving Spider-Man guns, they're like uh, Spider-Man. Ba, 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 ba. Ba. I'm edgy, I'm dark, I'm, I'm
1: different. Because Spider-Man.
0: Spider Man is it works for every single era he he lives in. People act like positive positivity can only exist back in I'm the 1930s. Mess. The fuck was the 1930s positive? Wasn't they dealing with wars and shit? Wasn't Superman not created during a fucking war around a world war? That so shit was the most depressing time ever. Yeah. It's a little yeah. world war going on. Jim Crow. Uh, racism in America, a war, and people like and Superman came out during that time, and that's the only time Superman is relevant. Is the back in the day, like Zack Snyder didn't need to reimagine something that didn't need reimagining. The characters you reimagine is like you know, characters that need it, like for example, James Gunn with Peacemaker, like Peacemaker, you know, while his in the comics, he might be a better character, but. James is going to reimagine him to where he's now a character that people can kind of name off the top of their head because they associate John Cena with Peacemaker.
1: Yeah. Well, guys, we're about to wrap it up here because I got to head out to go see Transformers, actually. So, yeah, I mean, we had a great show today. Uh, all that k come back just for a little bit so we can wrap it up. But hopefully he has fun in his cruise and hopefully he'll let me come down there and jerk him off for like a good three minutes, get all the liquid out of his that, I'm gonna shoot I'm gonna
0: shoot you in the brains if you I'm joking.
1: Wait, what? Just a black don't, man don't... causing another violence in another black man? You saying you black on black don't, crime don't pro?
0: Don't jerk me off. That, that was a uh that was a what's that word? That was a impulse. You're gonna be late to your movie.
1: What do you do? you
0: waited too long? You're in your theater like an hour away.
1: No, I can I can I, I could be down there like twenty minutes, honestly. Plus you are factoring, dude. It's like 10 minutes of previews and Oh, bullshit. You're, going
0: to, you're going to the to the ghetto theater.
1: Yeah, I, I got to go to the broke mother sucker one for a little bit.
0: I bet your theater still got wooden seats.
1: No, they they switched them out this year. They switched them out those disgusting seats actually. Holy crap. Blair White. Damn. Damn, she's pretty hot. Damn. Oh, she got Do you think I could have sex with Blair White for like a good 5 minutes? Oh, my Lord, titties. What the hell? All right, so uh, we're going to wrap it up here. But, yes, guys, uh, this is the end of Season 11 for the Nightwing Podcast. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the show today. We are supposed to be having shows early in the morning on Tuesday to- Tuesdays, but k has been jerking me around. You know, he's like, man, I'm supposed to do this show early, man, but I got to work and I got to be black, man. But, you know, I got to tell this guy, freaking hell, you better get on the show and talk to me, you fucking bastard. You know, uh, tonight, like I said before, we're going to be doing our Transformers – um Blair White's a dude. Oh yeah. I, I that, Those was jokes. Those was jokes. Woo! Woo! Oh yeah, Missy Farm that's right. Yeah, fuck sex. Get money. That, that's true. That's true. Yeah, man, Paul's. It was nice to see you, man. You yeah, haven't been here in a while, but it was nice to see you, man. That that is true. I was joking. It was all jokes. It was all it was all jokes. Uh common nerd, if you want to appear tonight, just let me know. Uh, but yeah, guys, whenever Transformers rise of the beast open spoiler discussion and we're gonna be talking about a lot of the uh other topics there's gonna be a few topics tonight there's gonna be a few because it's just it's just been so hard to get the topics all the time but i have them all piled i have them all written down anyway i've not forgotten about any of them actually i've i have all the topics written down and we're gonna start covering them um starting uh tonight there's gonna be a few that, that i'm gonna want to cover so we have that as well uh but yeah man anything else you want to say before we head out actually and why you look looking so sexy and chocolatey? You got a nice fat BBC. Yeah. What do you mean that? Wait, how's that gay?
0: I got nothing to say. <clears throat>
1: huh. So would you want to talk about me being hot and good looking and rich and successful? No. So you're saying that women are women and that men are men, Right.
0: I'm not saying nothing else because you, you, you know, you're talking, you're gonna get yourself in trouble. I'm you not saying
1: I'm that, not Peter, I'm
0: fine because uh, Peter let me Peter see Parker when
1: Spider Man and Miles Morales is Miles Morales, right? Oh my gosh,
0: let me see when I'm out of uh YouTube jail 13 more days, yay!
1: Oh, uh, 13 YouTube more jail? days
0: I the allegations,
1: YouTube jail. I am out of YouTube jail. I don't even want to check August 6th. Holy freaking gosh.
2: Not Literally, August okay, 6th, Yeah,
1: as no. long as we get through like this month, we'll, we'll be just fine. Honestly,
0: just thug it out, man. You'll be fine. We're almost done with it, even though YouTube is biased and BS. We'll be or we'll be delegation. Some
1: also, before I hit, before I go. I want to make sure I mention one more thing. Make sure you guys like the videos that we put out. Like, I don't care about views or anything like that, but just make sure you like the videos. How hard is it to just throw a simple like on a video? It's really just – it's free and it just helps support the video that you probably liked, you know? Yeah, I'm on – yeah, Misty, I'm on vacation for a little bit. So, yeah. As long as we get past the 4th of July weekend, we're pretty much in the clear. I mean, we've I, – I really have tried to do everything to keep things more, like, levy down. I did some things to the point where the system can't do anything right now, but it, it's, I have to be basically as PC as hell. That's just kind of how it works. You know, this is how it works right now. I don't want to do it, but it is what it is right now. 1776 said like uh, people can come on my channel. Like It's like, no, I want people to talk about those things here too. The problem here is just can't right now. You just got to kind of just wait it out for a little bit. You know, as long as, the probation period's over then things can go back to normal and and when um things go back to normal obviously um you know there's still going to be like small changes here and there too you know but the content you know is going to be a lot more out it's going to be a lot more updated and a lot more uh, uploaded because of the probation period being over cuz so we have our probation period still we I can't really like live stream games over here and I kind of want to live stream games on this channel or because obviously it's just much more easier to live stream over here than it is to do my second channel like I want to bring back playing League of Legends on the channel I want to bring back you know playing Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel on the channel but I have to make sure that the probation period's over fully and then when they come back and then when I'm able to like live stream games I'm not going to start a brand new series I'm going to keep the series the way they are that's when you'll see the series um added back to the channel, like in terms of like a playlist, right? Because I took off the playlist for the game streams and I private to them. But 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 when the uh probation period's over, I'm gonna unprivate them and put them back up actually. And and then we'll continue uh where all where those streams left off actually at too. Which one is the like button? I always click the thumbs down. Oh my God. Oh my lord My my Yu-Gi-Oh! people, too. Why are you guys not liking the Yu-Gi-Oh! videos? I've been spitting out some hardcore facts in those videos, too. You know? Make sure you guys like the stuff. It's all I'm asking for is just like the videos. all I'm asking for. It's not that hard, you know? Take the button. Take take, take your hand out and just hit that shit. Hit it, you know? Oh! I'm watching The Flash this Thursday at 7 p.m. PST. Our Flash open spoiler discussion is on Saturday. So if you guys don't want to be spoiled on The Flash... Don't watch Saturday because we're going to spoil the whole thing, including the uh, ending and the mid credit scenes, actually. But all right, guys, uh, thank thank you to KDOT for showing up. I got to head out. But we'll see you guys tonight for the main show. Remember, guys, tonight the main show, we're reviewing Transformers. So if you don't want to spoil it on that, don't come, obviously. But you can just watch afterwards. I'll be bringing in people after uh, we review Transformers, okay? So we're supposed to review Transformers with Diesel around 7 p.m. my time. I'm going to try and start it earlier, so that way we can review the movie earlier and bring people in earlier, you know? I don't want to review, review the movie the whole time, because well, you don't need to do that. <laughs> but will k be here when we do the Transformers review, just, just to basically shit on it? I wonder, if Rez- I wonder if Diesel actually liked it, too. I wonder. That actually happened.
0: I wouldn't be... Sh- Most of the people that are Transformers fans like this movie, so...
1: Oh, also, I did a Nightwing podcast last night with Sean. Uh, Make sure you guys go and check that out as well. Uh, And as we end this off, if you want to watch the show live, you can do it on YouTube and Twitch. And if you want to watch and listen to the show on the podcasting platforms that we are available on, we are available on Spotify, Audible, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon Music, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Radio Public. And I thank you so much for your continued support in watching the show on the podcasting platforms. Uh, Topics are going to be more of a big thing for the show. I'm trying to implement a time where I can do that, not even just by myself but with other people as well, but something that I'm going to be working on. All right, see you guys later on tonight. Peace.